Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. Back at it again. Mm-hmm. Been this thing. Yeah, another mm-hmm. week is going by. Facts. Okay. And it just goes yes. by fast, but slow at the same time. At least we're getting a little more daylight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like last week, I feel like it started to change. I don't see no changes. I'm like, like Tupac. Well, it might be coming up your way. But down here, it's it's, it's stretching just a little bit. It's like getting darker, like closer to 530 instead of like, Right at 4.58. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's the problem. 5.30 is when I'm walking out the door to go to my car. Okay. Damn. So that's the problem. Okay. Because I was like, I ain't seen it. Okay. It's dark when I walk to my car. Yeah. It's strong. It's getting there. It's getting there. Can't wait for spring. Thanks. Yeah. Speaking of springing, mm. spring is spring <laughs> <laughs> with some people. <sighs> spring has sprung. We have another. Oh, accounts you froze. Oh, we have a. God damn it! You back? You back? Oh. We are. Uh, we have another surprise. Well, Mo had a surprise a couple yeah. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mo, you want to tell everybody your surprise? How we all gathered there that day? Yes. He's engaged now. Yeah. And the people showed up. I I was just as shocked for the engagement to see everybody's faces. Like, I'm sure we'll get into the details later. Excuse my dogs. It, is it Luther? Yes. And always Luther. Always blessing. Okay. Yeah, the people showed up, and I was just as I was just as surprised to see y'all's faces as well as like the engagement um you know like when I walked into the moment I didn't see faces I saw bodies but I had like tunnel vision so it wasn't until I turned around and I realized like oh shit it's a room full of people like (laughs) yeah that was the point girl I mean how could you how could you miss that big ass marry me and see literally anything else yeah, that was all, all I saw. I saw. <laughs> Shit, me too. Yeah, honey. He did a good ass job too. Yeah, he's very oh. romantic, which is shocking to a lot of people because he looks like this big burly, you know, 
guy, and then you realize, oh, he's just a gentle giant. Yes, Lord. I can relate. (laughs) Sure. So let's let's take it back to the beginning, like the whole thing. I guess it it starts with me and Constance. Yeah. As far as like our perspectives for the story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I took the week between Christmas and New Year's off. Constance did too. Mm -hmm. So I'm at home on my couch and I get an Instagram. First of all, I get a alert when I go into Instagram that Kennard is now following me. I was like, okay. (laughs) Then I go into my DMs and I see a message with me, Constance, and Kennard all in one message. I was like, oh, Lord. So I read the message and then I call Constance. I'm like, oh, hey. You know, because I I don't I don't check my shit, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I don't I, check my either. I don't even have my Instagram alerts set up, so I have to actually go into Instagram to see what's happening. Yeah, cause you was still you was asleep or something in the bed. Yeah, I think so. I was definitely in the bed, bonnet on. Mm-hmm. I think I had to get up and open the damn shutters so I'd have some light in there. But I was definitely in the bed. I don't know what I had going on that day. <laughs> but I was like, oh, hey, friend, how you doing? And like, it was immediate with Jawanda. She said, okay, what the hell is this? What what Kennard trying to do? I said, whoa, bitch, what the fuck is you talking about in this group? What group? He said, he done made a Facebook group and sent us a message. Oh, shit. Well, hold on, bitch, let me check. And then he said, oh, I don't want to talk to y'all about something. And Jawanda crazy ass, she called me to myself. What do you think it is? Bitch, what the fuck else could it be? I mean, her birthday ain't till October. You know what I'm saying? Even it could have been. I don't know. I'm with Jawanda. Like, okay, so what you need to talk about? Is my friend in trouble? Like, is she having difficulties? Like, what's going on? I I, I tried to jump as positive as possible. And I thought to myself, honey, this ain't nothing but a goddamn proposal. Either he finna show us this ring... He finna tell us to come somewhere, he, but he finna propose to her. I felt it in my spirit that that's what was gonna happen. And I couldn't wait. I was like, ooh, what time are you calling? Because we need to go and have this conversation because my anticipation can't take it. This is, this is killing me. Mm-hmm. So we got on a little FaceTime call 30 minutes later. Oh, y'all was ready, ready. Oh, yeah. It's just like <laughs> that longest 30 minutes of my life. Facts. Facts. So, um, he comes up on our screens and he was like, I'm going to propose to y'all friend. Um, we was like, well, you know me. I'd be in, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> and Constance was all like, yay. And I'm looking like, what's happening? Tell me more. I need to know. So we was like, okay, so cool. And then I got nervous because he was like, Jawanda, don't be mad at me. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Because I thought my first thought was that he was going to like cancel, like showing up for my brother-in-law's party because 
um, he was like, he had some difficulties, like actually booking the venue. And that was like the only day that was available. So I was like waiting for the shoe to drop. Y'all know me. Mm -hmm. I be waiting for that shoe. And he was like, oh, it's the weekend after the party. And I was like, oh, okay. He's the Lord. Bro, because if it was the weekend of the party and I referred this man to to these people, I was going to be like, oh, shit. Now, who going to tell him? He gets an angle. I'm glad we have had that conversation, child. No, me too. Me too. But the whole week before, we were all gathered together for my brother-in-law's fifty-fifth birthday party. Correct. That was the whole like pre-party to this whole thing because yes, it was great. Jimmy definitely had a party. Showed it. (laughs) Yes, had a party, and I got a whole bottle of Patron out of it. And some ginger beer. Oh, yeah. I did get some ginger beer and a um, little bit of sweet and sour mix or something. Ooh. Yeah, I think I got a little sweet yeah. and sour mix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your own little mini bar. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well, you know, I already got a bar here, so I just added to the collection. <laughs> but, yeah, we had a great time at the party. We danced. Mm-hmm. We, we sat beside Monique knowing that we had a secret. Oh my God. It Y'all so really did not face. get. <laughs> Y'all didn't give it away at all. Y'all gave me no so reason to think that something was happening. Bruh. Wait until you went to the buffet at one point and lit the canard like, I can't believe you made us sit on this shit. I'm like, you know how weird this is. <laughs> knowing what we know. Hilarious. Right. And then, and then, right. And then, like, to interrupt that, like, uh, when we talked to Monique's mom, Monique's mom, Miss Bridget, was like, this was like the longest three months of my life. And she was like, I Hell told on. him, you better not ever give me some news like this again to hold on for so damn long. <laughs> oh my God. And we only had to, how long we kept it? For three weeks, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Because he told us, like, right after Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't have it long. Thank goodness. So, but your mama it, and your family are strong as shit holding that off for three months. His mom knew since May of last year, because apparently that's when he bought the ring. So Damn. she's the real trooper. And I'm at yeah. her house every Sunday. Damn. She was like, I wanted to just tell you so, so bad. And uh, they were ordering like the decor and stuff and it was coming to her house. And she was like, I was just paranoid that you were going to walk in my room and see the stuff. And I was like, I don't go through your bedroom, so I would have never seen it. She didn't want to even stumble across it. You never right. know. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh my God. Then your mom said you was holding up some of the props in your head. I didn't. Yeah. When you, didn't even when know. you was looking for stuff. That's how my mind has been lately. I can be in one place, but if my mind is on something else, I don't even realize like what's happening right in front of me. That's mm. so funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. EJ um, said he talked to Kennard like at the party and he had asked them like, oh, when did he buy the ring and you know, all this other kind of stuff. And then he told EJ and EJ was like, you better than me. He was like, I could barely hold myself together for three months and you hold this shit since like May or June. So I'm just like, ooh, can you just imagine you got this secret? Well, I can because I did it last year with the party. <laughs> Yeah. But you just got you're laying next to this person every night, and you just be like, "I got this secret, but I can't tell you about it." Mm-hmm. So the annoying part was he used to he would just randomly drop down on his knee in a grocery store or like Walmart or at the park because his thing was, "I wow. want to catch you off guard. You never know when it's going to be that moment." So. I never had a reason to think that, oh, it was coming soon because it was always something he like tried to like joke about and prepare me for. So this one caught me off guard. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so cute. Not each other. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Practice and prep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn. That's how they get you. For real. That's how they get you. For real. He has a small heart attack every time he drives. What you doing? You all right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm going to get your ass up before these. Get your ass up before these people think something going on. They pull their phone right. out. Say, Don't make me shame you in this in this here target. <laughs> right, but then he would act like he was tying his shoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. I cannot. <laughs> cannot. Yes. All right. So let's oh, set the God. scene. We get there to the day. Right. So, you know, I already was down in South Carolina the weekend before. So we have to go back the next weekend because I got to be there. It's not like I'm not going to be there. But during that week before, Constance then got COVID. Our other LS, she got COVID. So I was like, oh, Lord. I I was like, I really got to go now because I'm going to be the only one there. Because it seems like me and Mo were the only two people who didn't, out of the four of us, who Mm -hmm. didn't get COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Lord, I'm going to be the only one there. So I really got to go now. It's not like I wasn't going to go in the first place. Right. So um, I checked up on Constance and I was like, are you still going to be able to make it? And she was like, yeah. So I was like, all right. So we there. I'm at a hotel in Columbia. Constance on her way to Columbia. And Mo hits us up and sends us a message about stuff she's doing for the podcast. And I was like, look yeah. at her. And I was like, while she was sending this stuff, I was starting to do my makeup for the whole event. So I was like, okay, she sent the stuff. She asked us to look at it. And she was like, oh, I'm about to go take a nap. And I was like, go ahead, girl. You deserve. I want the girl to be rested up. (laughs) Right. For her day. Exactly. Right. Right. So we get there. We own time. We had to pay $10 to get in the parking garage because it was some damn event at USC. Yeah, it was, it was, no, it was in the convention center. Some spiritual. Oh, it was in the convention. That, that, I think so. There was a whole convention, spiritual and holistic something conference, something up there upstairs. And they they had something at the Coliseum for the kids. And there was like a bingo um, event. At I the, saw the Coliseum too. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, 
where are all these little kids going? And y'all need to get out the way because I'm late for this event that I thought was a work event. It's late. Late <laughs> AF. Late is an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. So we get there, we get inside. There's this white man. Well, I hate to just categorize him as this white man, but there was this older gentleman with this event jacket on. It was like, let me guess. Y'all here for what do you say? For the for, well, he said the private event. No, he said the, the private, private event. event. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was for the so private he event. And he was like, Yes. No. So we walked, he gave us directions on how to get there. So we're coming down the escalators and we're reading like what's happening in each room. And in big bold letters, it says Lipson proposal. We was like, Oh my fucking God. <laughs> what the hell is happening? So I was like, who going to tell him? So I'm like pacing back and forth. Like, should I take a picture and send it to him? Or should I just be like, and then me and Constance was like, well, somebody got to tell him. And then when we was going to, when I was going to take a picture of it and send it to him, the lady came and she was like, don't you worry. I got this. And she covered mm-hmm. it up. Why would they put that there in the first place? I don't know, bruh. It may be out of like. Why like they could just say that they lip- say that this room is for whatever before? But why couldn't a- it just be event or yeah? I don't know. Um, yeah, party mm-hmm. or dinner or something. Yeah, I guess it could only last so much. But yeah, I'm with money. It's probably just a force of habit. Just like whoever book paid for this room or whatever this actual event is, they got to put it down yeah. so people know what it is. Don't. But go I'm in glad that room. woman. Right. Stay, stay over there. Not that it mm-hmm. kept people from over there. I think the photographers had to shoo a few away. Because it's like, why the fuck is you sitting right here with your weird ass? Go on. Go on, <laughs> down, go on down the hallway, baby. This ain't for you. Go away. But once we, that was all over. We went on in and, and I mean, boy, bam, marry me. It's like, oh shit. Okay, well, this is how she gonna walk in the business. This is great. I was so excited to see that big old thing. And they were still setting up everything. It was so pretty. It's all white and gold and all loving and romantical, you know, lined a little little walkway with, with candles. Not real candles, but you know, still beautiful candles, lighting up candles and things. It was just so cute. And Lord Jesus, all your family was there. Yeah. All your friends was there. All his friends are there, the family. I, I didn't even try and meet everybody. I just I was like, hey, how you? I went to find my people. I was like, <laughs> some of his coworkers were there too, and it was still like mm-hmm. a few people missing. But like, if if my mom saw that came and like a few other friends, it would have been like another fifteen, twenty people there. So I'm happy that they cut it off like where they did because I would have felt bad if people came and I wasn't able to like spend time with them. Cause like we went, oh, yeah. you know, to eat after, and I was trying to even right. get up with y'all the next day. Like, okay, if y'all here, let me make sure I still like get to hang with y'all. But everybody had to get back out, and I understood, so it didn't matter. I was satisfied that we were all able to eat afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the whole point was, I think, what time were we supposed to be there at like three thirty or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So we were supposed to be there at three thirty. Expected Mo is probably going to show up around four four thirty. 
No. <laughs> okay, we done got served hors d'oeuvres, tea, yes, water. Okay, we have been standing, okay, and waiting for this lady to show up. He is nervous as all hell. Yeah. <laughs> Sweating. Constantly. Voice shaking. Yeah. Nervous. <laughs> checking his phone 50 11 times. Waiting for this girl to show up. Hell, we waiting for this girl to show up. Okay. One person fucked around and like, I don't know if the photographer or the videographer, like they peeped around, like anticipating. It was like, oh shit, here it is. Yes. It's starting. And then the violinist started to play. And then ain't nobody come down. I said, God damn it. Is that what the jump scare? I mean, <laughs> I don't know what was. Because we all just shut up quickly. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. She's coming. <laughs> and, then she, <laughs> and then she didn't come. I was like, God, dog it. And we just, yes. ooh. Girl, yes. yeah. You were highly anticipated. Somebody sent me a video where he was like looking at his phone and in the background, he was like, girl, your husband is waiting on you. Bring your ass on. <laughs> no, but for real. But for real. I saw he had like, I guess like the ring camera or whatever. He was like looking to see when you came out of the, the house. And then, okay. So he was like, okay, she's leaving. So we were going to get ready to get in position. And um, it took you forever, girl. You ain't show up to five o'clock and we've been there since 3.30. <laughs> The damn dogs had to take the dogs out. And then we had to loop around the parking garage twice because all of, so there's a parking lot connected to the convention center, but that was full. Mm -hmm. So then that took us a few more minutes. And you know, in that part of downtown, every turn you make is a light. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to get here when I get here. I'm not even going to stress it. But I should have known that something was going on because his mom was in her phone. Like on and off from the time we left the house to the time we got to the parking garage. And she's hardly ever in her phone. Like she's one of the ladies you got to let it completely ring because she got to find the phone and then she'll answer. Like that's how, you know, detached she is from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I wasn't, you know, who am I to ask his mom, like, what you doing to your phone? You know? Right. Well, I... My thought is your ass was already late anyway. So I figured your mind was probably on trying to get there and not really focus on what his mom was doing on the other side. No, we did run like, you know, slightly trying to get there. But <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of Canard's part because he called me and he said, Oh, they're kind of running behind with the setup, so you can kind of like fall back about 30 minutes. So I would have been there at 4:30 if he didn't give me that like you know, yeah, but I think it came out of him being nervous and wanting everything to be perfect. And so my mom was like, he should have never called you. But anyway, no, yeah, he should have shut up because I mean, I don't know what was left to do, but he definitely called and was like, you they were set up at four. Violinist was ready, honey. But yeah, violinist was serenading us, waiting on your ass. He got some good practice that day. EJ said, why is he playing the violin and she's not even here? I said, he getting paid, ain't it? <laughs> Let him keep okay. on playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Let that's what I said. It. Serenade the people. Yeah. Don't play a little elevator, a little new music. Shit. Mm-hmm. This is a romantic day. That's what you here for. Set the tone. Damn it. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yes, we did have order. We had bacon, uh, Rat what is it, scallops? bacon, scallops? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Steak and wrap scallops, girl. Yep. Oh, spinach and artichoke dip and some fruit. Mm, and good ass sweet tea. I had that good ass sweet good. tea like that in a minute. Mm-hmm. It was almost too sweet. Like I had to cut it with unsweet tea. It was so sweet. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't get to. I got like one slice of pineapple and then like a chip <clears throat> and some dip. But by then, I, the excitement kept me I was from about to say. eating. Yeah. Yeah. You run on adrenaline that time, by that time, child. For real, for real. I couldn't even sleep that night, but what were you about to ask me, Jawanda? I know you couldn't. I saw you on Instagram when I woke up. <laughs> if you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. BuyMeACoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Understandably so. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was, I was gonna ask like so we were all waiting like you see the photographer and the videographer and you see like this whole like oh well you had to see the whole marry me sign because it was just tall as I was mm-hmm. oh I am so what was your first like thought or what came into your mind because for one she ain't had no shoes on y'all either that's another thing yeah so. That's what that was the thought. So it was the violinist that um caught my attention. I didn't even like really pay attention to the videographer and the photographer because for his work event, you know, they have people taking pictures and stuff. So that didn't catch me off guard. It was the music and then when I turn my head, I see this big Mary Me sign. Um but my first thought as it was happening, I started crying, but I was like, okay, wait, my shoes are not buckled because I wore flip-flops from the parking garage to the convention center. And I said, let me throw my shoes on real quick. So at least if it's coworkers are like right here in the entryway, my shoes will be Mm -hmm. on my feet. But I was on my way to the couch that was right in front of me to sit down and tie them. So when the music started playing, I wasn't about to sit down and be like, y'all wait a second, let me tie my shoes. I kicked the (laughs) damn shoes off. And I kicked the coat off and I went and got my ring. Like, yeah, that was, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm not, I didn't want to, since if he had seen so far away, I didn't want to like walk slowly. And I got these heels on that's like flopping that didn't have backs on them. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I kind of regret, regret it. And then at the same time, I don't, because I feel like that's just a part of the story, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, people are wondering, like, why she don't have no shoes on? I ran out of them. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I told my mama that, I showed her the picture. She's like, oh, my gosh, that's so beautiful. Why she got no shoes on? I said, mama, it was a long day, okay? She ran off adrenaline, and that was a long-ass walk from that goddamn parking garage all the way down there, okay? These things happen. Mm -hmm. And she went to get her ring, goddammit. She she ran her man. Shit. Don't worry about it. When the to the one who loves you. Yes, yeah. honey. Yeah, it was. I think the the part that really got me was my daddy giving me flowers because you know that's that's a very 
precious moment. You know, as Constance said in an early episode, when they're getting older, you just, you know. Savor those things. Yeah, yeah. savor those moments for sure. Girl, your, da- your daddy stood still as a goddamn pole. Mm-hmm. For that, for that, however long we were standing in that front room, mm-hmm. he sat there diligently, mm-hmm. still with them flowers in his hand, waiting on you. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't move. He mm-hmm. waved it a little bit when we thought it was you, but he went right on back to attention when he found out it wasn't. <laughs> it was just. I guess he didn't want to miss there. his moment. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Hell no. He was ready for you. He could wait. It was so cute. It yeah, was so back. sweet. So when he gave me the flowers, of course I was crying and he was like, all right, come on, get it together. Go on. And that's what he was saying. Like in my, <laughs> Oh, okay. Cause I was going to ask, can I be nosy and know what he was saying to you? Right. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying. He was like, all right. Okay. Come on. Go on. That's exactly like what he said. Um, cause I probably would have been still there crying. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was pushing me down the aisle and then I could see his mom was saying something like, come on, come on. So that's all I remember as far as like people saying something. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It just feels like, can I go back? Because it happened so fast. And you know, you wait 30 some years for that one moment mm-hmm. and it's gone. So it's if like it's that. not for like the videos, I just feel like. Thank God I'm in my right mind that I can remember and, you know, like savor every little thing that I can. But gosh, Lee, imagine what the wedding day is going to be like when it just come and go. It's going to be so much going on that damn day. You know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so much shit going on, but you're going to savor as many moments as you can. But, you know, as long as you get you in that dress and push your titties up and we get you some food. (laughs) You marry the man of your dreams. You marry your Milton, goddamn it! Oh, girl. Ooh. Yes, Milton. That's what Constance said. So, so Constance, let the people know who Milton is because that was the first thing you said after I got a chance to like actually talk to y'all after the proposal. You was like, "You marrying your Milton, girl?" Oh my god, yo! And it, it really popped back in my head when we was me and Joanna just sitting there just crying and carrying on. Oh, sad. Yes, hold on, pause. Because Con- we in the video, if you look on Facebook and Instagram, I know. Shit, Jawanda is in the back being consoled. Bust- okay. Yes. Okay. I don't want to ruin, I don't want to tell you why, because I this is about you right now, but maybe at the end, maybe we can come back to why I was okay. okay I figured because- it out later on in life. Oh, okay, good, because we can unpack that, because you couldn't tell me then. Yeah, yeah, we we could unpack it after the, we tell the story. Okay, continue because Kanar was definitely like, "What the hell is going on with Jawanda EJ in the back?" <laughs> I was like, right. "Am I okay?" Anyway, so girl, we'll talk. We're okay. gonna talk about it. We're yeah, yeah, we'll come back. We're gonna All get right. back. All right. But okay, so years and years ago, when we were in our kind of final years of college, you know, money was sort of outdone with with some of these these negroes out here in the world okay and Not knowing which team they playing on you know all type of facts. stuff honey lying honey, okay. conniving deceiving using in your house okay using and know what they're doing too and call themselves a friend anyway and men of god <laughs> sure they are sure they are okay we don't in the closet ass anyway um so when we were talking about it, we just was like, you know, 
Monique, we ain't worried about you. Okay, you are the one, not prove, but you are the one who always been standing on business when it comes to what the fuck you want. Monique has never been afraid to ask for what she want. Mm-hmm. You know, never. Always been real clear about what type of man she want, what type of relationship she want to have, what she want to be in life, what she going to do not only for her, you know, for her family, but for her fucking self. So this was like, you know, girl, you don't call him here. We don't call him Milton. I just gave him a, the craziest name I could think of. I was like, I don't know what we're going to call it. I don't know what that nigga name will really be, but we was going to call him Milton for right And we just listened all the shit we thought she'd be into, you know, romantic, kind, believes in your dreams. You support him. He supports you. You do everything together. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get married. You're going to be happy. You're going to have kids. You're going to do all the things that you want to do. And boy, if Kennard ain't that nigga, I don't know who the fuck he is, buddy. Seeing just how he, how great they have been in this time they've known each other. Like, because I didn't know who the fuck Kennard was until the anniversary. And and it was it wasn't even obvious to me at, at the time. But then they just grew closer and closer. And it's just like, ugh. This is a no-brainer, right? That's why I said when he called, I was like, "Oh, I know damn well he ain't doing shit for proposing to my girl." Because ain't no way he was getting both of us on the phone about no damn birthday party in October. You can wait. You can wait till the spring for that. Because I know you ain't doing that right now. You got ten whole months. You don't need ten months for that. It's not even milestone birthday. (laughs) But yeah, honey, she done found her Milton girl, and I was so. I'm so happy for y'all. I don't know what to do. I'm so excited. I'm sure Joanna can attest to this. Like with other people, it's like you were trying to make accommodations for them in your life, or you were trying to not like make them work, but you were compromising to some degree. But when it's the right person, it just it's seamless. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we have our disagreements from time to time, but because we genuinely want to see the best of each other. We go. We don't go to sleep, you know, angry at each other, and we just make life work together. But we have fun doing it, and it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like I would choose yeah. this any day. I would choose to wait another thirty years for this if I knew that this is what was on the at the end. You know, right. yeah. That's a powerful shit right there. Yeah, I wouldn't go through all the shit I would do. Well, no, I would definitely still wait. Yes, <laughs> definitely worth the wait. Yeah, for sure. And then it's frustrating because you realize that a lot of the stuff you went through up until this point, if I had sat my ass at home and not tried to be in the streets in a place that I didn't belong, <laughs> half the shit I went through, I wouldn't have to deal with, you know? But I think it's also a part of dating that you don't know the personalities that's out there until you put yourself out there. You don't know what you're willing to deal with or not. So I, you had to just, I guess, chop it up to the experience but yeah. And then it, yeah it prepares you for what you have now I feel like a lot of I can speak for my relationships I feel like a lot of my relationships taught me something that I won't tolerate or something that I do want in a relationship mm-hmm. going forward so either I take something or I leave something and it's you know and dated the next person then I realized oh I can take more from this person or this and take leave that I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want none of that. Okay. No, I don't want that. <laughs> and then just go to the next person. And then you realize, like, just fighting over shit is not worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you feel like you have somebody that's willing to ride or die for you, like, what's the point of making a 
just arguing or making disagreements about stupid shit. I mean, sometimes yeah. I like to argue sometimes. So, but <laughs> spice up a little bit. Right. Variety is the spice of life. But it just is. some things just aren't worth it. And you just realize yeah. what you're willing to put up with and what you want out of the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Which is important because that's mm-hmm. for life, child. Forever. Life. Forever, ever. And that doesn't yeah. scare me either. You know, at first I'd be like, damn, do you really want to be with one person for the rest of your life? And do. Because that peace you have, <laughs> that peace you have knowing that this person is choosing me and I'm choosing it. Yes. I, uh, yes. No. Yeah. To be able to um to live your life and have your partner do whatever they're doing out in the streets and knowing that you're not worrying about what they're doing because you know they're going to come home or you know they're going to be faithful. That's important. Whether you get married or you're in just a regular monogamous relationship. But Constance, she's the one with the trust, like the long distance relationship. I know, I feel like that is building the trust for you and Chris because, I mean, that's like number one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm having a look at Joanna for that because I'm telling you, it's not even about the trust. Oh, yeah, she did it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I trust the man implicitly. It's, It's killing me though. It's killing mm. me emotionally. I feel like I'm having I'm having issues in my mental because I'm really sick of this shit. <laughs> like legit <laughs> sick of being this far away from a man. I hate it. I fucking mm-hmm. hate it. Especially starting off being together all the time. And I just feel like I be making a problem when there ain't a problem. But I'm having a fucking problem. Yeah, because like, you know I'm, you want what you want. Yeah. I'm dying though. I'm dying though. I didn't have physical affection when I want it, and you know I'm a touchy feely bitch. You know I hug your people who don't even like to be fucking touched. I will hug the fuck out of them, and they will just have to be okay. Like, I can't. Anyway, I digress. But girl, you ain't wrong, because I'd rather fuck with that nigga and make up with that nigga than, and, and, because I, I, I trust him to be this vulnerable about these things that bother the shit out of me. And I can even say it and be nice about it. Most of the time, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to work on it. That's, that's a big step. That's a big, right. That's a big step for Constance. <laughs> yeah, that Negro is so patient with me, y'all. Mm-hmm. He's so goddamn patient with me. Because <laughs> he should have been left me by now. <laughs> but yeah, you ain't wrong. When you're ready to like, when you feel comfortable with that person. That's a that's a weird type of piece. It almost is scary. Yeah. Like, and I'm with the one like, you know, you wait for that few other shooter drop like wrong with you. It's gotta be something. What you hiding from me? I ain't seen you Ooh. upset sit, have I? What that look like? You gonna cuss me out one morning? Right. Cause you you gonna swap on me one day. I gotta be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it but doesn't have to be thing. that way. Yeah. I think Yeah. We, that's what my theory is. We can says. have good love. We can have yes. life easy. Like that's yeah. what marriage is for. That's what why so why does it have to look a mess? And I think that maybe that's just like the society and what people the stories that people share and what we consume. But if mm-hmm. I feel like if you hear enough good stuff, then I'm expecting great things to happen to me because such and such said I've been married for thirty two years. So hell yeah, I can do it too. Right. Right. <laughs> But I'm telling you, yeah. the shit you've seen on social media be really just wearing on a bitch. I'm like, please get off my line. 
Please get off it. Because, I mean, I know this don't apply, but it sounds, it, 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 it's almost sounded like I could find a way to get mad about this. Please get off my line and stop paying <laughs> all this negative shit to me. Toxicity. And it's fine. So much toxicity. Mm-hmm. There, y'all. It's mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But that's a beautiful thing. So I'm so thankful that the two of you are found out. I got one married friend, and I got another friend that's engaged to be married. Jesus, yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> oh, we caught Maine for the first time. You know how crazy it is in person. Yeah, like, in person, in person. Yeah, it's, that was I mean, the first, not the first time, time y'all met him in in person. Yeah, yeah. remember we when was it going? When did we? When were we going to see him in person? I don't know exactly. I know. It's, it's, you know, in this age of digital, <laughs> as I scratch my head, like, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> well, look, you know, I'm still tripping sometimes that I have never met a Maureen person. I've never met Alvin in person. It's wild as shit to me to think these people that I've talked to multiple times, I've never met them in person. And it really looked like, I want to tell you, I looked at that Negro. He's like, I know you, but I can't, I can't figure out why. Cause it had been so long since I had, t- we had talked to him. <laughs> And then he was like, God, is this Kwame? I was like, oh my God. Hey, how are you? <laughs> it's like a best friend the rest of the night. I was like, Lord. Facts. <laughs> they were definitely best friends the rest of the night. But now you see why I love him so much. That boy's fool. Yes. They Ooh, told me how he was getting down with that walkie-talkie, calling people and trying to get stuff together. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. He's a joy. We ended up getting a cold after the event was over, so we didn't make it to his housewarming. It was like the next weekend in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. already like reserved our room and everything, so we'll get to try to go down Valentine's Day weekend and spend some time with him because definitely got to reciprocate the love. And then, yeah, well, that'll be nice. Yeah, to drive back for four hours same night. I. Crazy. crazy. I was concerned Rough. for him. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it was three and some change. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward till we get ready to leave and we all went to a local I feel like that was so nostalgic for us to go back to California dreaming together because I haven't been in that restaurant been there in a while. I, I feel like the last college. time I've been there was when me and you had like a joint birthday dinner. That's the last time I was yeah. there. I do remember that, but that damn girl, that, that was, was like sophomore, junior year. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Jesus, once you got the apartment and killing all your birthdays, you <laughs> right at the apartment. Right, right, right. So that yeah, had to be at least that. twelve years ago. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. still the same. Menu right. ain't even had to change. Nope. Mm-hmm. Literally, like <laughs> one or two dishes are different, but the menu is literally the exact same. So those bastards are fucking charging for croissants. I can't believe that bullshit. You don't used oh, to get that yeah. shit for free. Not if you're not getting a salad, man. You ain't getting no free. Cr- Croissants around here. Ridiculous. Because I mean, at one point it was literally the only edible thing on the menu. <laughs> when I was younger, I mean, like when I was younger and, and even more picky than I am now, girl, I won't really shit else. Everything yeah. tasted weird there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> 
Yeah, it was great. We had dinner to celebrate Mo and Kennard, and mm-hmm. then uh, we uh, dissipated. Yeah. Went on about our way. Yeah. As we celebrated the new fiance. Not- yeah, now, now he won't let me call him anything else but that. Oh, Lord. And, and she Because <laughs> that's what oh, the what she wait till you come your husband. Okay. I tell people y'all think I'm the one to be y'all gonna be sick of, it's definitely gonna be him. No, but if you know him for him to be himself, mm-hmm. it, you'll be sick of him before you be sick of me. Yeah. I can't wait for him and EJ to get together before you two be gross. I'll have something good time. <laughs> Watching <Wow. them. laughs> Yeah, your husband saying he wants this and that and the third. Because <laughs> the whole time we was waiting on you, fucking Jawanda was reprimanding EJ for giving her a damn cold. <laughs> it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. You know how Jawanda do. EJ had a cold. Thank God it wasn't COVID. I was so scared I'd get that man COVID. And she mm. gave Jawanda a cold. She was so aggravated with him. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you know, when you have a spouse and you always around each other and you kiss each other in the mouth because you love each other, these things are bound to happen. You pass germs back and forth, but it's all about But the thing is, I Lysol and I avoided him for like three days, right? So then once I, it seemed like he was getting better, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can give you a more in-depth hug and kiss now. Because before, it was more like church things. Because <laughs> I wasn't trying to get sick. And then as soon as I did that, the next day, I was I was down. I felt it in my throat. In your throat. Once that throat get a little scratchy, <laughs> call, it, call it quits, bitch. Because you're going down. <laughs> All you need that little scratchy scratch in that throat, and that's a wrap. That but is. so... Tell us what the hell was you being consoled for in the bed? Yes, yes. So, so let's. Jawanda was crying like her dog died. Okay. Oh, it was was going. She could not stop, bro. She could not stop crying. Oh gosh. Well, hopefully I won't cry again. No, you need to. So the whole thing is, we all know that my whole wedding was trash. So then the violinist started playing our wedding song. And I was bawling. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in this whole atmosphere with this person that's getting engaged in like this love atmosphere. And my wedding song starts to play. And I'm just like, like, if it was like a different situation, I would have been like somebody that was crying at a gravesite. Like I had to I had to pull myself together. I was like, you gotta get it together. You gotta, you gotta stop. Cause I was ready to holler scream i was ready to after your mama beat your ass <laughs> and the stink and the stink yes. yes i was ready oh. to do that and i was just like i couldn't figure out why because i was already angry at ej that day because i was like he didn't got me sick so that just added on to it but then i was in the car on my way home from um, work and then the song came on again and i just started crying again I was like, this is why I was fucking crying at my damn party and at her engagement. I was like, because but it just brings one, back though? memories. Um, <clears throat> the Allegra song, uh, Snow song. No, okay, I mean, okay, Snow okay. Allegra song, Someone yeah. Like You. Yeah. I didn't, um, I didn't 
remember that song um, being yours, but yeah. So that was, I mean, that was a, a wow. song that we we danced to, and I was okay. crying while okay. we was dancing to that yes. fucking song because yeah. I was so pissed. So it, EJ was consoling me <laughs> at point. So I was just being consoled again. And that was just it. I have some unresolved issues. Y'all know I like to put shit in the closet. And I'm working on it. But I thought you were addressing that friend through therapy. Yeah, but there's a lot of... First of all, I got to go all the way back. We going... At this point, we still back on my mama. Okay. On my hood. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm mad you said it like that. (laughs) Okay, so... We're addressing in therapy, but progress is being made, but we got to go back to the basics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just one of the things that I kind of like buried. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I like mourned my wedding for a long time and then some other shit. And so then I kind of was just like, okay, this is what it is. And then I'm going to just bury this shit and just get it over with. But then I don't know. I think it was just like the whole atmosphere and what was happening. And it's just like, all of the emotions at one time. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, we definitely didn't think it was like sad tears. But I feel like I thought I figured that's kind of like what it was. But I was like, I'm happy that you didn't come by yourself and that Egypt was there. Yeah. Um, because I know that probably would have made it a little harder. No, I would have left. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not not saying I would have left like and not to be seen again in that moment, I would have left. Yeah. And I would have came back. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it was. I didn't know what it was either. No, she really didn't. Because I was like, what's happening to you? And she's like, why am I crying like this? I was like, it was just the outpouring of love. It's a lot of emotions running around. It's all these pretty songs playing. And I don't know why you crying. Maybe you need a good cry. When's the last time did you cry? She said, she don't know. I said, little bitch, you need to cry. You you got it. You need to cry sometimes. You need to get up and know how you do it. I mean, the other night and cry for like a side hour. I didn't mean to. But every video is coming up on TikTok. You know, people's military families coming back. It was just, I mean, I was dying. Mm -hmm. I couldn't Mm -hmm. take it. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. You got to let that Mm -hmm. shit out. It's like a fart. You can't just let that shit pent up in you. You can't. <laughs> you, I know, I know. You two have tried to hold it apart before, and it has like killed you. It's rough stuff. Don't let that thing like get in your chest, and you oh. just trap gas. Feel like you're about to have my damn heart attack. But On that back, yeah. This, mm-hmm. I will say, this celebration is for us, and I've said that like on Instagram, but I don't think people really understand. Like, I really want it to be a good time for everybody because. When the shit hit the fan for me and my life, my people was there. So we we I want us to have a good time. So yeah. And that was one I, of the Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying like we gonna we you're gonna recreate some happy memories for yeah. your marriage. Like I don't I, care if I it's mean, ten year at year ten. No, I'm talking about that moment, like Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I we're I'm still down to plan a New Year's Eve perception for you because it's what you wanted in the first goddamn place and I'm more than happy to help you plan that shit and get all the people there and we can just party like it's 1999 if that's mm-hmm. what you want to do my guy because I, I'm with Monique we gonna recreate this because I don't I really I thought we had a I know you was going through some things and I know it was not everything you wanted and I hate that bitch 
We all wanted to fight that hoe, and it took a lot of effort on my part. I'm telling you, Juwanda, like, my mom, I had to leave after that bitch to not cuss her the fuck out. Right in my own parents' house. So that's my mom by. I was good and drunk. So I gotta go. I'm going to my house. Because if I stay here one more motherfucking minute, I'm cussing her and her ugly-ass girlfriend the fuck out. Yeah. But, it's like, you know. my sister was shocked because Mo had said something. It said, if we got to send something to the fact that if we got to beat her ass down, that's just what we got to do. Will. And like, would. Yes. 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 And, and my sister was like, and would. she was like, you have some good friends. Because even Monique was ready to, to go throw down. I, I just, don't remember that. I do not remember that. You said something to that effect. It maybe was, It wasn't those exact words. But it was basically that she was ready. You was ready to nook and buck. Yeah. Cause you don't you don't fuck with everybody. You you at that point she took all of us for a joke. Yeah, she was she was, she was fucking with the wrong ones. Yeah, and she liked to get she was the athlete. only uneducated bitch out there. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're not gonna let that sit on you forever, and that be the only memory of the beautiful union that you and your husband had together. Cause it's not. Yeah, and uh, shit, all the shit y'all had beforehand was the cutest little love story. We're going to have to go back in time and find some pictures, honey. I'm going to have to make you a mixtape just to you and the, the uh, EJ, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> Our brother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a hard thing. I haven't even watched my wedding um veteran video. I barely watched the snippet that he made of, like, the whole... You know, mm-hmm. how I like to do like the aerial shot and the stuff with the drones and stuff. I barely watched that. And I just got rid of my wedding stuff that was in a clock that was in a corner in the garage. EJ said, you got to get rid of this shit. Okay. You said you was going to sell it a long time ago. It needs to go this weekend. So I got rid of that. And because I just couldn't, I couldn't go through it. Like it was just like, it, everything just pissed me off. So I couldn't go through it. Finally got rid of that. And then now... I'm like looking at my wedding pictures and we just put some pictures on the wall and I'm going to make my album. So, yeah. So it's, yeah. A, it's progress. Yeah. The photographer, the photographer did his damn job. Okay. Okay. The pictures too. were beautiful. Right. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh my you could, God. My, then my sister tried to make me feel better. She's like, oh, looking at these pictures, you would never know what was going on at your wedding. And I was just like, girl, but I fucking know. That, that's not what you say, baby. <laughs> That's and then I beautiful. You look I gorgeous. Hate, yeah. <laughs> right. Die. I just hate Period. when people say it's not about the wedding, it's about the marriage. Shut the no, fuck up. Because I paid for this. And I yeah. paid for the fucking ma- the wedding, the marriage as well, because I had to pay the damn courthouse to be able to get married. So mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I want both. Yes. But it's fine. I'm working through it. I thought I was over it, but apparently not. But back mm-hmm. to Monique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well so our celebration us we the people it'll probably be early next year um depending on whenever the date is available um probably going to be back at the same venue place and we it's, some people are just really going to be upset like i'm at the point where uh i had my guest list made since like 2022 so Damn. this is a little bit easier for me <laughs> Yeah, I love I it. Just, I, uh-huh. Lord, I just, I just want to be in the number, Lord. Just, yes. I just want to be in the number. Yeah, we're gonna, the cut it. 
we got a hard cutoff because the way these numbers looking, it's just gonna be what it's be. And you know, if I invite all my family, it'll be a room full of family, and I really just want like a equal balance. Mm-hmm. So it's like I understand now why people say if I haven't talked to you in one phone conversation in the last year or two, just don't don't even expect it. I don't care if we're family or not. Um, it's unfortunate, yeah. but and it's it's expensive. Even the little backyard wedding that I had at Constance's parents' house, that shit was thousands of dollars. Yeah. So I mean, it's your money, and then a lot of people don't know that when you attend a wedding, your gift has to reflect the plate. So <laughs> you're supposed to gift how much it would cost for your your dinner. Right. So you attend the wedding, the wedding, we serve you your dinner. You're supposed to basically give a gift that's equal to what you're being served oh, at the reception. Mm-hmm. Me neither. And you know, those be the things I be forgetting about. I can't believe I got to get my guests a gift. I thought you supposed to get the Well, people the gift is, the, is the, res- the dinner at the reception. It's the alcohol. That's the, our gift to you. That's what I me. thought. That, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. the gift Yeah, like, like we're giving, yeah. I, this is just a celebratory thank you to you, us giving back to you. So I guess, yeah. like, you gotta give, I didn't know. Oh, you gotta give to me. Like, I'm just yeah, saying. Right. That's how it's supposed like, to you be. Want, I felt like that's you came to celebrate you want, our union. Yeah, you want to invite people that's going to give you some gifts or some cash because the weddings are expensive. And if you want it to go towards your honeymoon or you want to go towards what you spent on the wedding, you better invite yeah. people that are going to be giving you some money, girl. Or just make it small and just invite your little, just your family. Then you don't care about who gives what. Somebody had something on Instagram and it was like, if you would not pay for the person to go to um, Ruth Chris, don't invite them. Like, if you would not take them to Ruth Chris and treat them to dinner, then they don't need to be there. That was a great perspective. I I mean, I agree with that because that's how much a plate is. A wedding plate is at least the cheapest is fifty. The most expensive is like a hundred fifty. Yeah, that sounds about right. Good. Well, hey man, at the end of the day, this is this is your wedding, okay? This is your party. This is about Take you your time, Bernard. Girl. Yeah, yeah. You do whatever the fuck you want to do, and you apologize to <laughs> no goddamn body about it. Cause they ain't got yep. shit to do with them. This is about you. Okay, right. you and your man are here to shine, and you are blessing some people to be able to see the relationship that you've had and the relationship you will continue to have with your man. God dog. Yeah. Right. If they can't be there, then you better revel in the marriage. I mean, what the fuck? Be happy. Just want to celebrate y'all. It's all about yeah. celebrating love. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Wishing well. You want to invite people that's going to wish well on your marriage. And that's that's kind of the reason why I'm not rushing either. Just wanting to enjoy the process and not be like, oh, you know, this happened so fast and people are upset. We get, you know, the relationships with people change. I'm just like, I want to see who's going to be here in the in the next year. And then we'll, you know, solidify things from there. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, means I just gotta keep exercising so I can look good in the pictures. 
this way too. All the things. Well, I'm a part of the wedding party or in the crowd. I'm gonna be looking good in the pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know we're gonna be in at least one picture together, so we gotta get it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put the boyfriend back on. Walk away to pounds. Well, can we go to wine number wine? Because I got one for the week. Okay. This one just yeah, yeah, threw me for a loop. Yeah, let's cool. go, girl. Two, three, four, wine with wine. Tell me your green tears, wine with wine, girls. What is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Go on, Mo, because I know you got something. Yes, I pull up to the ABC store. If y'all from the South, y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. We be trying to make a hot toddy, you know, need some whiskey. Pull up to the parking lot it's in the parking space. It's like a storefront. So it's right in front of the store. It has a sign that says, please read sign parking for whatever the store name is. And I'm on the phone with Kennard on his lunch break. I'm sitting in my car, no less than five minutes. And I noticed this little Asian lady going from the window to the door, window to the door about two times. I said, oh, I bet she's trying to see if I'm going to come in her store or if I'm just taking up a park. Why this lady brought her little ass to my car and knocks on the window and says, you coming in? I said, yes, ma'am. Oh, well, why are you just sitting in your car? I said, because I'm on the phone with my fiance. Oh, you just talk, 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 talk. And I said, uh-huh, yes, I, uh-huh. Oh, my He gosh. said, okay, well, come on. As if to say, the parking spot is time. But you, I, it ain't like it's in the city and I'm paying a quarter for the 30 minutes and my little time has ran out. Oh, if I'm coming oh. to your establishment, why would you treat people like this? I haven't even gotten out the car yet for you to see that I'm going to another business. And so I, unfortunately, was that was like my third stop of the hour. And I was like, if I wasn't ready to get my ass home, I would go somewhere else to get I what I need. Because what the hell is wrong with you? But I felt like I was going to prove a point, you know, let me go ahead in here because you don't treat people like that. And then I asked her, I was like, so you have an issue with parking? And she was like, yeah, people come and stay for hours to go get alterations and they just unconsiderate, inconsiderate. And I was just like, okay. But you were still in the damn car. Like, you can't do that, man. You can't do that. And you, you say that other people are inconsiderate, but they, and I hate the, you know, mm-hmm. stereotype people, are rude. That's fine. But when I do that and have the same attitude, I'm the mad black woman. Facts. Lord. Can I say, you should have told her, I'm on the damn phone that I pay for in the car that I pay for. What the hell does that matter to you? Right. <laughs> like, I don't understand what is the problem. Ain't nobody telling you to get this tiny ass venue. That, you that pissed off bitch. Find another mm-hmm. venue that has a bigger fucking parking lot where you are by yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you have enough vision to be able to see who's parking where, when. And you don't fucking worry about it. Get a meter or something. Have that means shit out there. Go go have somebody sit out there and say, you got to pay $5 to park in this bitch. And I'll see how many people really want to come in. Because I mean, my God, if it's that serious, have somebody stand as an attendant. Ask them, where the fuck you going? It's $2 for this 
place and one dollar for this place. Just about we'll to see how guy about to buy a guy at Target that told you to put the sub at because he said you didn't need it. Like, <laughs> let me do what you the know hell what? I'm doing. Ain't nobody <laughs> asked you shit, bitch. Ain't nobody asked you shit. I don't recall. Like, this is small talk, motherfucker. And you better be glad I'm doing even that with you. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. But you are so, you're so classy. Monique, you're just so classy. I want to back that shit right on up. Over her fucking <laughs> foot. And the thing is, people out here are fucking crazy. <laughs> how you know I ain't gonna pull out a gun or something on your ass? Like, how you that, just gonna pop up on somebody like that? Because people do that. Yes. In the state mm-hmm. of South Carolina, you could definitely do some shit like that. Right. You know they pack. Oh, over a fucking parking space on the news, Asian woman dies. And if the Confederate flag coming... just got took down, you need to chill out. <laughs> And then people coming for liquor, you never know what type of person about to walk in here, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Alcoholic. I'm trying to get my fix. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Who's oh, next? Oh, God. Um, no, we got something to want because I don't know. Uh, I mean, I already kind of gave my wine. Sometimes, I, I mean, I always say I'm sick of my own shit, but I don't know what be going on in my mind. So mad about the smallest of things, and I go so back and forth all the time. I cannot stand fucking social media. Sometimes I really fucking hate how toxic it is on there. How how sometimes some things that probably don't even apply to your life they seem like they would. And I don't know why we're so drawn to drama. Like as hilarious and low key interesting as it is, it has been not even. Maybe not even 24 hours, and I'm sick to death of hearing about Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. I don't know. Bro, okay. I'm so I'm get on social media. Every time I get on fucking Instagram, oh here goes Nicki Minaj's voice in my doggone ear. I'm, she can just stop. You put out the diss record. Let it say whatever you got to say. You already were saying the things that you were saying before you put out the diss record. You just added it to music. And that, We know, don't and care. That- and and now and what social media seems to be about is everybody commenting on it. And I know I ain't no better because I'm commenting on it too. But you know, that's every other video. You know, where are my people who are who got these crazy accents? I saw this one this one hilarious little girl. She was saying, nah, I don't want to gossip, but let me tell you about Sue Ann and Joe. Okay, bitch, talk to me. What's going on with Sue Ann and Joe? And she didn't gave me this small town gossip, and I couldn't wait. I watched that video probably three times just because I was so sick. I was on there. This is what this is what TikTok and Instagram is made for. Say something funny. Remember the days of Vine. Entertain me really quick with your foolish wit and your talent. Show me how to cook something or give me some quick tip and get the fuck on. Cause the rest of y'all, I can't. I can't hear about miscommunications and relationships. I can't hear about my unhealed trauma. I can't hear about shadow work no more. I'm tired. I just got off work, nigga. I don't have this. <laughs> you might need to change who you following and just i, I really do like and yeah. I, I hate it because some of it really do make sense but some of it i'm gonna have to go back to my for you stuff and like the shit that i've liked and saved and just unlike it because mm-hmm. it's draining the shit out of me it's mm-hmm. draining the fuck out of me and i'm like i will pay for therapy eventually i promise so i really can't take you 
talking to me about this at 5.30 p.m. Okay? <laughs> Please. Jesus. You're mentally drained from work, and now you're about to get mentally depleted okay. from social you media. make me crawl into a damn bottle just so I have to listen to you, because I can't take it. I just You just come pow right in the kisser out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. I guess my why is just, I'm tired, bro. Like, I joined, I don't know if I told you, I joined a gym. Mm -hmm. And the gym basically, well, my, it works with my work schedule. But, like, either I have to be there at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, or I have to be there at five five thirty in the afternoons so i can either do one or the other it's not like i can just like miss one and be like oh i can go in the afternoon no i gotta get my motherfucking ass up my alarm goes off at 4 30 in the morning i think it is against the law it should be against the law for you to have to do anything before the fucking sun comes up i'm with that why do we have to get ourselves prepared for the day? And the sun ain't even getting itself prepared. The sun is still sleeping. It's still I mean, resting. it's up, but it's elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, it is providing for the other people who are up. <laughs> who should be up. Because the sun is present. Hmm. I just, yeah. I hate it here. And, and I can't blame, I can't it's blame freezing it. cold. It's it's cold. You never know what it's gonna be. It's yeah. I got South Carolina weather here in Virginia. One day is seventy degrees. Next day is thirty five. The next okay. day is fifty. The next day is raining. You wake up there's some snow that just covered the little bit of grass. And by the time nine o'clock, ten o'clock comes around, the snow done melted. The hail the next day. Like bro, what the hell is happening? Praises for the weather. I mean, my God in heaven. I I just, I hate it. And I can't be mad at nobody but myself because I put the Popeye's chicken in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I ate the chocolate. I ate the french fries. I ate the burger. I ate the seafood boil. And we will. And, and we yes. will. And I sat on my ass afterwards. Well, I ain't exerted no extra energy besides to put that shit in my mouth and to chew. So my question is like, are are you trying to make this a lifestyle or are you giving yourself like a certain time frame and be like, okay, I'm going to commit to this until for six months, see some progress and then kind of like scale back to what actually fits you so you don't feel like it's a, a burden? No, I just know like when you go from like not, doing anything and then you have to make an effort to do things it's just you just hate it so mm -hmm. I hate it so that's why I went to the gym because I know I need to do stuff something and I needed to have accountability so I'm going to a gym the trainer once says that we need to show up at least three times a week and I'm showing up at least three times a week so I can make sure I'm making myself accountable I'm paying somebody yeah. For me to curse them out in my head because I'm like, this shit is hard. Fuck you. I hate you right now. And I go home and, you know, get my life together for the next day or for the current day so I can go to work. So it's it's a whole mentality thing. Y'all know I have to exercise to kind of keep 
myself together because if I don't, I'll be crazy. Well, good. Good to good for you for like sticking to it and doing what you know you need to do. Well, it's only been three weeks, girl. So <laughs> what? Ninety days or sixty days to make a new habit? They say twenty one, but that's a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was way off. I thought it was longer than that. No, I think it's something new says it's longer than that. I mean, maybe it's 60 days or something like that. But yeah, I'm not up for it. I hate it. I want to be like those people who can eat whatever they want and they can still be their same weight. Don't you hate those people? I'm just like, mm-hmm. you <laughs> me. You are literally like chowing down right now. But if I do that, people just automatically look at you different. Thanks. You eat one French fry, you gain three pounds. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm. All right. Well, thanks guys for hanging in there with us. Yes. Um, this ain't edited, so it's gonna be, you know, straight like that. We put this we we did this for y'all. Yes. This ain't for us. I mean, it was good to recap most special day. Um but it was we could have did that on FaceTime. Sure. I didn't even get this is the and this is the first time we talked about it. So this is like real yeah. time conversation. Mm-hmm. I have not talked to them since they left Columbia. Yeah. So this is gonna be it, raw and uncut. So uh good luck. Listen. <laughs> if you made it this far <laughs> on our rainbow journeys. Yes, Lord. All right. If you made it this far, you did good. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you. We love you. Congratulations, Mo, once yes. again. Thank you. And um, yes, we can't wait to, you know, attend all the events. Yes. If you have all the events. And, um, you know, watch you guys' love grow and blossom some more. Yes. Fruitful emotion. Yes. Yes, Lord. Somebody gotta have a baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Somebody. Somebody gotta Someone. be one for it. Oh, well, if y'all don't have anything else to add, Mo can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. 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 Girl, just wait till after you get married. A couple of maybe a month or so later. When is the baby? When we gonna have a baby? When am I gonna have a little niece or nephew? Where my little cousin at? Is there a little EJ? And you know what I tell my, I joke with my sister all the time. I be like, I gotta go. We gotta go pick up your nephew. Leah. The dog. The dog. <laughs> then I send her pictures when I put clothes on him. Yeah. I just do that to fuck with her. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.